Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast, available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and MeWe. And of course, be sure to visit mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Will I be brave like you one day? Remember when I told you to shoot the deer and you said no? That's being brave. How's it coming along? I'll be finished by the time she's 16. <laughs> Mr. Logan, the situation with your son is dire. If he appears before this court again, he'll be taken from your care. Corporal, how'd you know where I lived? Right under surveillance. I need your help, son. Whatever it is, it's not for me. You've forgotten about Tony McManus. No, I did that. Because you're my brother. Are you going hunting? Same as always, Corbin. Yes, sir. Ned, we're good! It's not yet! You're a soldier. You did what you had to do. Sniper on the hill! What? No! Look, I'm just wondering if you know anyone else out there in the game who's got the same skill set as you. What exactly have you got me into? Get away from me! You wish she was still here and not me! You want to know where I run away? Come on! Because you don't want me, Dad! We're all just men. We're not invincible. We're just trying to walk a line between courage and fear. Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 506. Releasing March 3rd in theatres, video on demand and digital across the US is Transfusion, a crime drama that stars Sam Worthington as a former Special Forces operative who is thrust into the criminal underworld to keep his son from being taken from him. Featuring incredible performances, beautifully crafted filmmaking and a haunting story about wounded men living in desperate times, Transfusion also marks the directorial debut of Matt Nabel, who also wrote and stars in the film. And we're glad to say that Matt Nabel joins me right now on the podcast. Matt, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure, Matt. Nice to be here. Um, you know, when I watched Transfusion, I just got to say it really floored me. And what I really took from the movie is that, you know, there's ways people can describe a movie in kind of marketing context, action, thrill, et cetera. To me, this movie is very much a tragedy. It's about loss in a lot of ways. It's a loss of worth. It's a loss of place. It's a loss of self. Um, I'm just curious, what was the inspiration to tackle such dark material like this? Because I'm sure that uh, dealing with these kind of themes and these kind of characters uh, wouldn't have uh, been an easy thing. No, look, and and you're right, Matt. It's, um, you know, I'd always written the film um, and we executed it as a drama, but there are some high-stake moments in this that, that lend themselves into that genre of film, but it's a relationship drama really um 
Look, I, I had written some films that um, I didn't direct, uh, and although they were executed really, really well, tonally, they probably didn't land where I envisaged as a writer. And and so the next thing I wrote, I decided I'd try and direct myself. And, and to that end, what I needed to do was write about things that I knew. And what I know is really well as being a father. And I grew up as an army kid, so I was in and around, you know, army barracks until I was 15 years of age and my father was a a soldier so I was in and around those the, those types of men so I was you know bore witness to the trauma uh and the behaviors that were you know manifest uh because of you know loss of identity emasculation um PTSD and the things that I'd seen or endured so it was a it was a personal type of um impetus for me to if I was going to direct something then I needed to you know, navigate a landscape that I knew really, really intimately and knew well and, and felt confident in in trying to exact the tone of of what I was writing. Something that really struck me when I was watching the film was the the symbology or the theme of wounds in the movie. There's yeah. wounds throughout the film, both external and internal. It actually starts off, funny enough, with a wound. Uh, same where yeah. this character's writing is shot just above the heart. I'm not giving away any spoilers there to anyone who happens in the first five minutes is still in the film. Um, but yeah. it's really interesting to me how a lot of these characters kind of like their external wounds almost kind of like a manifestation of what's happening on the inside as well. Um, or is that something that comes about in a script or is that something that comes about more in kind of like the director brain kind of side of thing to this film? No, it was always written in there, mate, you know, like um, uh, and obviously with, you know, young Edward who plays the son, um, you know, his scar, my character, his scar, um, there are there are ways that not that you can manipulate, but you can certainly mirror, um, you know, a, an external type of aesthetic that mirrors what's going on inside. And I think that that much more was a subconscious type of uh, thing that evolved while writing than a than a conscious decision. Um, but when you you know writing flawed characters or you're considering flawed characters, then I think there's a an element or a, a situation that, uh, that that comes about that you like I said you you give them something externally that 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 mirrors what sort of trauma and pain might be going on inside. The Matt's Movie Reviews podcast is brought to you by T Public. T Public is the world's largest marketplace for independent creators to sell their work on the highest quality merchandise. With over 1.2 million designs. Public is sure to have something you will love. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Amazon, the world's leading online store. Amazon is your first stop to buy a wide range of products at competitive prices with fast delivery times. Amazon is also a world-class entertainment hub that includes Prime Video, Audible, Twitch, Amazon Music, and more. Sign up with Amazon today and experience the best in online shopping and entertainment. Please support Matt's movie reviews on Patreon. Get access to exclusive content, request movie reviews and top 10 lists, and help support my work. Please click on the Patreon link in the description below. When it comes to that trauma and pain, um, these characters are dealing with really kind of severe PTSD. They're both servicemen, your character, um, Sam's character both served in the Iraqi war. Um, and those kind of themes are really kind of prevalent throughout the film. 
And it's really interesting right now in Australia, as you know, there is the Royal Commission into Veteran Suicide. And there was a report that came out, it was like a week or two weeks ago, talking about how a lot of times, um, not a lot of times, I don't want to put the whole thing on everyone that served, but there is a, a substantial amount of veterans that due to maybe their PTSD or to other factors that they are overrepresented in that kind of like criminal uh, activity in, in jail time as well. And I think this is something that comes up quite a bit in this movie. Um, there's kind of like that connection between the two. Um, is that something that you were aware of um, before writing or is that something you kind of come across when you're doing research for the film? There's a bit of both, you know. Um, I, I knew guys that um, that are, you know, involved in things that aren't above board that, that come from that background. Um, but, you know, talking to um, lots of people who are return service people and SAS people, look, when, when you're in a situation where you're trained so specifically and so well um, to execute and uh, in certain things and when you consider that that skill set is no longer relevant or um, is redundant when they're out of the service, and then there's a whole heap of you know there's some uh, definitely a skill set that that lends itself into other things when you, that you'd learn say from being a soldier in the SAS. But the main set of skills that you're asked to use that sets you apart from other people in society are no longer required. Now, if you get a guy, someone who comes out of that situation and they move into an area where they feel one, that they, they don't belong or they're emasculated or they're all of a sudden a subordinate where they can't attach or, or see through to a part of their persona or the identity that they have given themselves or that they've manifested because of who they are and what they do, then there will be a desire at some point to use that skill set that allows them to, again, you know, lump on that armour and that persona of, of who they are. Um, and so for, you know, there's not a, a great deal of them, but there are certainly guys that, that come out of that that, you know, they might end up in security um, and, and doing something private that way where that skill set is utilised. And the other way is that some guys end up on the other side of the law because their skill set is relevant and it's required. Um, and so, you know, with my character, that's what happens. I want to talk about the performances in the film, both Sam's and in your performance as well, are just incredibly powerful, just really blew my mind just how great this performance as well. I think this is Sam's best performance that he's put on film. I really do believe that. And I think Matt as well is one of the best performances you've done as well. I think it's up there what you've done with like um uh, 1% and, and those films as well, or Outlaws as the people in the US will know it as. Um, and I think what's really impressive about it is they kind of like the the – way that you both of you you and sam can really do these really kind of intense moments but then there's moments of this fragility as well kind of like a breakdown of kind of like the outer shell that these characters have and the kind of like the outpouring of this emotion when you are directing scenes like that and acting in them as well how do you go about juggling both of those kind of things because i imagine in one end uh you have one side of your brain that's more kind of the rational kind of logical mind which is you know you're trying to get the shot making sure everything's working etc yeah. but on the other end you're really tapping into a deep um, reservoir of emotion that really comes out from the screen it's incredibly powerful as well yeah look i think that you know experience has a lot to with, with able being with with uh, allowing you the ability to disassociate yourself from one and the other so you know when i'm not on camera then you know you're really in you, you, that side of your brain is working and picking up shots or I've got to get this or we need this piece or we need that piece. 
Then moving from behind the camera into that situation, um, you know, I sort of forget all that and, and lean into the DAP and the producers and saying, like, well, they've got my back. And I'm working with Sam, who's, you know, apart from the, the scene I've got with the young Edward, all my scenes are with Sam, and, and they are highly charged at different stages and emotional. So w- what makes that easier is working against someone like with Sam who's so present and, and probably follows you know, a similar process to what I do, which is once I'm on camera is trying to forget the camera and trying to forget everything around me so that you're not aware of it. I mean, it's there, but it's in your peripheral. You're trying to forget all that. You know, spotting them and knowing where they are so that you can forget them is, is a big part of the process I go through. So once I'm moved behind the camera and I, and I was with Sam, um, I, you got to trust. You got to trust the people who are on the other side that you that you have on board. And um, I was lucky enough to have really, really, you know, people that I trusted and that are remarkably talented. So once I stepped across, I could just be an actor. And once I got off, um, you know, then you take on the other role. So. I'm not sure that it's like that for every um, actor who's directing. I don't know. I can only talk intelligently about what happened with me. So, you know, going forward, if I direct and act in something simultaneously again, then that would be the process that I use. So, um, you know, it, it seemed to work for me. You know, like I never felt like I was overwhelmed with one and not the other. As an actor, like I said, I try to forget everything, be present, and a lot of the time I, I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. <laughs> I really don't. So, you know, if you've got an actor like Sam who's with you and and is listening and you're really listening to each other, then I, I don't know, you know, like, and, and I wrote it, so I wasn't tied to the words. You can, as long as you're telling the same story, mate, say whatever you like, you know. So there was an enormous amount of freedom, mate, that I felt and security. When it comes to uh, directing with yourself, Matt, um, will you, do you think that this is something you're going to approach again with future projects? And if so, what do you think you're going to take from your experiences directing the transfusion? Do you think lessons learned or things that you kind of experienced that you reckon you'll take to the next project? Yeah, look, I, I've got to be honest, mate, I, I had a really, really good experience on this. Um, we, you know, finished work early most days, Um was really, really well prepared and we were really well set up. I was lucky enough, like I said, to have really, really talented people across the board. Everyone was on the same page. Everyone was really calm and kind and, you know, that that tone made it really easy to execute. So the things that I've learned is that the way we did it the first time works um, and you shouldn't stray away too far away from that. Um, As far as acting is concerned, yeah, I mean, I'd, you know, act and direct again. I, I I don't think I'd ever put myself in a situation, mate, where, you know, you're the standout lead. I think that, for me, would be a little hard to manage. And, and I'm not that type of actor either, you know. Like, I, I'm sort of the guy who comes in at my age that um, I can have a showy role, but I, it's not on my shoulders, you know what I mean? Like, I've, I've been a lead lots of times, but I'm the older you get, you sort of move into this character side of, of, of the work. So... Um, I'd certainly act in something I direct again. I just don't know how big the part would be or, or to what degree. I think the next bite that I take as a director, the, the production itself would get bigger. Um, and, and then for me, it would be it would make sense to sort of take a step back uh, from the acting side of it or put myself in a role where it's not um, 
you know, that time intensive, I think, is is the right way to put it. Some guys can do it, and they do it really, really well. I'm really good mates with with a couple of guys. Joel Edgerton is really, really adept at doing both um, and writing himself big roles that he's still directing in. Um, Russell can do it really, really well. Um, you know, so there are there are people that that are really good at it. You know, Mel Gibson and Braveheart. I mean, he's in almost every scene. Mm. Um, so I just think it's just a, a bit of a makeup how you um, internalize one apart from the other, and, and what's required for both of them. Well, I've got to say, Matt, it's just been a, it's a phenomenal movie. It really is. I just want to say congratulations to you and for everyone out there listening. If you're in the US, March three. Theatres, video demand, and digital. I do recommend everyone check this out in the theatres because the, the sound effects in this movie is great. The score by Luke Altman as well is fantastic. There's really kind of haunting score throughout the movie. The performances are fantastic. This is a kind of film to me, Matt, that really harkens back to those kind of gritty 1970s character-driven kind of um, films, those films of Sidney Lament, early Scorsese, those kind of things. I think you did a phenomenal job here. Congratulations to you. Hope we can talk again in the future. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks, Matty. Good on you, mate. Lovely to meet you.